Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Herridge here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. And we hope you all had a great, long Easter weekend. Uh, Hopefully you got to spend some time with your family and maybe get a little relaxation in there. And the market today certainly seemed like it was well-rested and ready to rock to kick off the week. We finished with all of our major indexes higher on the day today. And if you've been joining us here, you know, this is exactly what we've been talking about. To start off April, to get Q2 rocking here, you know, we're at the beginning of a new quarter, a new earnings season, fresh liquidity coming into the markets here. And a pretty key point for us here, we still have a lot of room to run before we hit overbought territory on this market. That tells us this is a market that wants to head a whole lot higher from here. And we're not just seeing it in the U.S. right now, but globally as well. We're seeing some major European indexes that are breaking out to new all-time highs. Some of these, their first new all-time highs since going back to 2006, 2007. And when you look at global indexes right now, almost every developed nation in the world has a rising 200-day moving average. So from a technician's point of view, this market looks strong. And like I said, I think that we think that this market has a whole lot higher to go, even in the face of so many perma-bears, financial mainstream media experts, using air quotes there, saying that we're in a bubble and that this market, they're just uncertain on it. Actually, today, the perma-bears were fairly quiet compared to where they have been the last few weeks. But really, maybe we are in a bubble. A lot of times, it's tough to tell until after the fact. But folks, if that's the case... We would say that we're in the early innings of a bubble here and one that you want to be a part of. And one key factor for that is if we're nearing a bubble top, the VIX wouldn't be at a 17 right now. Yes, that is some of the VIX's lowest levels since the beginning of coronavirus insanity, but the historical average is far lower on the VIX than where we are right now. The VIX did finish up 3% on the day, not a huge move there. Uh, but what would have us worried is that the VIX were in maybe the 9 to 11 range. But remember, we just, we just hit two new all-time highs today, along with the global indexes that I mentioned, number of ETFs and sectors hitting new all-time highs, and the VIX is still at a 17. The Fear and Greed Index is still at a 64. That's I guess now we're in greed territory. Last week, we were in neutral territory in the Fear and Greed But if this was a bubble top, we'd be at 80, 90 on the fear and greed index. We'd be at, like I said, 9 to 11 range there on the VIX. If we get the VIX down to that range, well, then we might be looking to sell. But every other factor we're looking at right now, we just aren't seeing the signs of a bubble top yet. And that's how we're going to continue to play it here. Uh, Like I said, today we got... Some new all-time highs here in the U.S., both the Dow Jones and the S&P 500 closing at new record highs, and a lot of record highs elsewhere as well. So as we say here often, new highs beget new highs. New highs are not a bearish indicator for the markets. So taking a look at our markets on the day, our leader 
was the NASDAQ up 1.67% to 13,705. Uh, still have some work to go here to get back to new all-time highs, just a little over a maybe 3.5% move or so. But it was good to see tech leading the way today. That's what you want to see. And on top of the tech leading the way, semis led tech again today, hitting new all-time highs in the semiconductor index. That's the SOX index. Uh, today it was up nearly 2%. So it's, again, exactly what you want to see, tech leading the market and semis leading tech. And then after that, we had the S&P 500 up a nice 1.44% to a new all-time high at 4077 After that, the Dow Jones hitting a new all-time high as well, up 1.13% to 33527 And then lastly, our, our laggard on the day, the Russell 2000, still up half a percent, so not a bad day at all. Just, just you know, bringing up the rear there a little bit, but still closing at a nice 2,264. I believe that's a little bit closer uh, from the last time I ran the numbers to a new all-time high than the Nasdaq, right in about in the same territory. Um, looking at our internals on the day, this was one area that did catch our eye this morning in, in early morning trading. We were seeing some mixed readings here, even with our indexes at new all-time highs. But to close out the day, they did come back positive across the board here. Uh, you know, some of that weakness this morning could have had to do with, with some of the SPACs, something that we've been talking about here. They, With the way that they calculate the SPACs with warrants and options and, and the stocks themselves, they have skewed the internal readings just a little bit. It also didn't help to have small caps lagging and energy lagging as well today. That could have been a part of it. But overall, we did come back positive across the board here. So no real concerns, but we would like to see better readings as the week goes on. We talked about this last week. We expected this to be a big week. Not a whole lot of huge earnings reports here. So maybe the market's waiting a little bit on to really get into the heart of this earnings season. We think it's going to be a blowout Q1, uh, especially on the year-over-year numbers. Going back to last year, the tail end of Q1 was when coronavirus insanity was reaching its peak. So a lot of impact there. So the year-over-year numbers are just going to be pretty incredible. And the Q2 numbers are going to be even better, we think, here. But for our internals on the day, advances did beat out declines. Uh, not quite the sol- like I said, the solid beat we'd want to see would be a two to one day or a three to one day that you kind of come to expect when you're hitting new all time highs. We didn't quite get that today, but still coming back positive across the board. New 52 week highs to lows were our strongest reading on the day, finishing over 11 to one positive. 579 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to just 52 hitting new 52-week lows. So that's a strong reading there. And then lastly, volume. This is where we were really negative this morning. The NASDAQ, despite leading the way, had negative volume until about midday today. Still, it came back positive, not by a ton, but did come back positive. The NYSE coming back positive as well. Not quite two to one positive on the day, though. Looking at our sectors on the day, we finished with 10 out of our 11 S&P 500 sectors higher on the day today. Before I get into those, though, as I mentioned, the semiconductors hitting a new all-time high. 
One other bullish factor there still has room to run before reaching extreme overbought. Uh, and then we got a Dow Theory buy signal today, the transports. Uh, let's see where they finished up for the final number here. Finishing up just about 1%, just under that, but also a new all-time high. So seeing the Dow and the trans Dow transports hitting a new all-time high. Again, another Dow Theory buy signal there. And then let's get into the S&P sectors now. We're led by consumer discretionary, hitting a new all-time high today, followed there by communication services, and then tech. Uh, again, semis hitting a new all-time high. Tech still has some room to run before hitting a new all-time high. After that, were consumer staples, and then industrials, which hit a new all-time high. Materials, a new all-time high. The financials are right there as well. And then our laggard on the day for our leaders, that is, so still finished positive, was real estate. We got HGX, the housing index, hitting a new all-time high today. And there was some real strength from the individual names in this sector as well. KB Homes hitting in its highest level since 2006 today. Uh, also, Lennar hitting a new all-time high. Pulte Group hitting a new all-time high. Again, folks, that's just not what you what you expect to see if you're bearish. New highs beget new highs. We love that saying here. Uh, it's proven true too many times not to listen to it. Then our laggard on the day, as I mentioned, was energy. Oil was down uh, pretty big on the day-to-day, and I'll cover that here in a second. Let's take a look now at our VRA commodity watch. Gold pretty much flat on the day, up just slightly 0.03% to $1,728 an ounce. Silver down, not by much though, just over two-tenths of 1% to $24.89 an ounce. Copper though, our leader here from our commodity watch today, up a nice 3.76% to $4.14 a pound. And then oil, as I mentioned, our laggard on the day here, down a pretty big 4.3% on the day and back below $60 a barrel now at $58.79 a barrel. This is a group that has come a long way and quickly as well since, uh, I mean, going back to, to uh, April of last year, it hit on the financial target $6.50 a barrel. So to come all the way from there to Roughly $60 a barrel is, is impressive, and the energy sector has had a great run as well, especially since uh, January 20th or so of this year. Really, the, the year it's had has been pretty amazing, so we remain long and strong on that group here as well. Finally for today, Bitcoin now up a nice 1.7% to $59,010 a Bitcoin. Folks, that's all that we have time for here today. Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.